the people are very amazing. You know how friendly it is, how tech-savvy they are, mm. how hard-working. And Kenyans and Nairobians in particular are resilient. Like, it could be raining, right? Like, right now, it's a, it's a rainy season. And um, there's the whole, you know, kind of curfew and all this COVID-19. But guys are still super resilient mm-hmm. and taking extra precaution and still going about their business. All these different things factor together. If you're in Nairobi, you could get off a plane and come to Nairobi for a business meeting and just tell the, you know, your business partners, I don't think I'm coming back. I, I want this to be my home. Hey, this is Innocent Mgenga, and you're listening to the Learnability Podcast. An exploration of how society interacts with technology and you. I know I said last episode was the last episode of About a Day, but we had to get this last one in. In today's episode, we're speaking to Calvin Wanguku, who is a well-known and successful radio host and podcaster from Nairobi, Kenya. We've actually worked together on Afripods, and he's a great guy. So I'm happy to have him on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the episode. There shouldn't be a delay now. No, you're here now. Back. Yes. Yeah. So I've just changed that. So you know how to press record on your side, right? It's already recording. Ah, it's cool. been recording for a few minutes cool. now. <clears throat> it's really, I hope this recording turns out good. It's really scary with new technology, just trying out new stuff. We did, <laughs> we did a live stream the other day and, and I, it was my idea. The, the host, the person hosting it, I asked her, what about doing it on Facebook Live? She's like, oh, yeah. sure, let's try it. It totally wow. failed, man. It totally <laughs> failed. Let me tell you, right now, Facebook Live and all of these different kind of, what do you call them, platforms? Yeah. Instagram especially are suffering. They've, they've kind of degraded the, the quality on so many broadcasts and all of that. On Facebook Live, I've seen a couple of DJs who are, who are doing their mixes live on that. Yeah. Um, have had their mixes shut down because of like copyright laws and all. So most of the time when you're a DJ and you've got to go on like, um, what do you call it, Facebook Live, you have to declare and say, I don't own the rights or the copyrights to this music. Then after that, they can't shut you down. Damn, that's really interesting. That's like new types of um, uh, laws and regulations that we haven't thought yep. of before. Because it's one thing playing it live, but when it's streaming, it could be recorded and then it's another production and you don't own the rights to the music. It's crazy, huh? Have you done any live streaming? Um, Well, um, in terms of live, I think the only live uh, we've kind of done is me and my my co-host on the radio. When we're doing the show, we'll probably go on Instagram live and guys can kind of interact with us. And be like, okay, ask questions, what, what. So it's it's a different kind of norm, but I'm here for it. Oh yeah, that that's a good way of making radio more interactive. I haven't thought of that. Yeah, like you have very. the linear radio, and then you have the IG live on the side. Yeah, and then you know, guys get to. It's kind of like watching uh, radio live at the same time. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I like that. And how, how has your radio production changed during this time? Well, um, so I'll, I think I'll start with like a bit of a background. When um, yeah. when it comes to like um, lockdown over here on Kenya, we've been on a different kind of lockdown. 
So initially, the government announced that we'd have a curfew, right? So the curfew was from 7 p.m. all the way up until 5 a.m. Yeah? yeah, that's the full day. So that's a, that's literally 7 p.m. You've got to be at the house. You can only leave at 5 a.m. So we did that for about two weeks. Then after that, the government came through and said, in Nairobi, you couldn't leave Nairobi and go to another county, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So Nairobi was blocked out. Because when you think about all the cases of COVID-19, they were majorly in Nairobi. Yes. Not, you know, especially because of, um, at first we had the guys who were flying in. That's where most of the cases were. The mm. guys were on quarantine. They'd come into contact with people. So that, that that's how it's been. And actually that goes all the way up until Monday. Uh, it'll be kin to here on the 28th of April, what the government's going to say, you know. Uh, are you what getting are the new, new development? New yeah. directions then? New directions, because, you know, every time it's 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 ever-changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's been very interesting. So uh, literally guys are home by 7 all the way up until 5 a.m. So for myself, I've been working from home for about four weeks. So I do the radio show from the house and so does my co-host. So the only one person who's um, in studio during... Our radio show from 6 a.m. up until 10 a.m. is our producer. So he sits there by himself, connecting everything. Yeah. So we've got um we've got two producers. So we've got a, a gentleman who produces a show on um, Monday. And then for the rest of the week, we've got a lady who produces our show. So they literally just coordinate, you know, the buttons here, there. Oh, yeah. And of course, make sure everything's seamless. So we, we, we really wouldn't be able to do the show without them. But... um. At least we're social distancing in our own way. And it's, it seems like you were sort of prepared for uh, work from home. Like you at yeah. least had the equipment where you could easily set it up. I'm, I'm imagining um, other radio stations or uh, radio producers having to yeah. really, uh, dig it's, in and find solutions. You know, it's crazy. Um, when I think about um, the equipment and everything. So I'd been toying with the idea of, you know, buying the equipment, right? But um, as we got closer to that period, um, for me, funny enough, I'd not thought about doing the radio show from home. I was, I was, you know, cool with going to the studio and doing the show from there. But um, what was kind of bugging me was the fact that we've got a podcast that we do every week, me and um, two of my co-hosts on the podcast, right? So I exactly. kept thinking, how are we going to be able to do it? Because we need to do the podcast, right? So that was when I went into the store, say about a week also, literally before we went on to like uh, the curfew, the lockdown and everything. So wow. I just got the equipment, the mics, the mixers, sound cards, phantom powers, all of everything. And boom, set it up. And now look at this. Literally, um, I'd safely say we're the only radio show in Kenya that's, um, you know, fully coming from yes. home. Yeah. I had the same thing. I bought this equipment just a week before. Wow. We were onto content. something. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Inside information. <laughs> Inside information. And you know the craziest thing? So it's also translated to us guys being able to do the podcast literally from um, three different locations. So how long have you been doing the podcast? Um, so uh, it's interesting that I'm talking to you about podcasting and we are going to record our podcast later on today and it will, it'll be our 52nd episode. So that means we've been doing it a year now. Wow, man. Consistently, uh, consistently, weekly. weekly. So then at some point early this year, we started um, another podcast, still the same part of the podcast. So the podcast is called The Mics Are Open. Yes. So what we now do is we have a Monday minisode, right? Mm. So the Monday minisode can stretch from literally 10 to about 15 minutes. 
And the main podcast uh, that goes out on Friday is about 35 to uh, 35, 45, even an hour, you know, depending on how, how we're feeling. Yeah. And that's you taking a lot of the radio stuff that you do and creating it in a podcast format. How would you explain the differences there and how, how you can work with it? Well, um, on, you know, radio and podcasting are, you know, the relatives for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, one, I believe radio came first and, you know, definitely came first and then you have podcasting, right? Yeah. So when you think about, um, the things we can talk about on the radio, uh, we can't really get into detail as much as we'd like to go on, you know, um, as much as we do on the podcast, right? Like, so for instance, we do morning radio, right? So on the morning radio, the regulatory body in Kenya says that you've got to think about everybody who's listening to the radio at that particular moment has their kids with them in oh, the car, yeah. right? So would are these things that you're comfortable enough to say in front of children? So that's why we've always got to, you know, navigate. Um, and there's also laws that you can't talk about alcohol and those different kind of things, or even sex to a certain extent. Mm. You can't speak about these things on, you know, radio, right? Morning radio, especially. Yeah, and so you're so sort of restricted. You, yeah, well, I wouldn't really call it restricted. I'd just say, you know, media laws that are there to govern everybody. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't want to offend some people. And um, it, it is what it is. This is rules that are there wild over. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, so for the podcast, um, we, we talk about just about anything. And w we get into detail. So the podcast we can talk about, um, we've spoken about finance, how guys can manage their money. Mm. We could talk about um, mental health. We've spoken about um, family. We've spoken about um, relationships, everything. There's no curfew whatsoever. Um, there's no limitation. So we just, you know, go in and we like to make it that conversation um, that anybody can listen to. And I mean, when we think about the reception of doing the podcast for a whole year. It's been amazing. And I, I can imagine like being able to first connect uh, deeper with your audience, like having the two-way communication, but also getting better data of who your audience is. Do you have an yeah. easier time targeting with the podcast as well? Yeah. I mean, when you think about um, the, the podcast, um, we definitely know who our precise target is, what the you know, the target audience, the demographic, the age group, yeah. all these different kind of things. And there's kind of instant feedback, right? So our guys will go onto the platform and say, I like this. I didn't like this. It's like at some point on the podcast, there's a couple of episodes where we had some guests on, right? And um, we'd gotten like a musician to come on and guys hit us back and they were like, listen, we don't want to hear about them. We want you guys to actually just talk and do what you guys do. No, mm. very interesting. Yeah. So it's been a learning. Um, you know, we also, with that, we can always tell you what our people want to, want to hear. Yes. Uh, we, we can't go and tell them about, okay, so, you know, Abraham from the Bible did this and all of that. That's going to sound a bit weird. So. <laughs> and I was recently, or it's uh, maybe it's a month back now, I visited you in uh, Nairobi. Yeah. And we were checking out the, or talking about the podcast scene and how it has, really has a potential to boom. How mm -hmm. do you see that developing? Um, I'll tell you this. So many factors have contributed to uh, how big podcasting in Africa and in Kenya is growing. So when you think about internet penetration, for one, um, yeah. I 
I'll, I'll give you the backstory. So I started podcasting, say, about um, six, seven years ago. I used to have a podcast called the Unverified Podcast, right? Mm. The Unverified Podcast uh, grew and gave birth to an online radio station called Unverified Radio. So one of the first um, online radio stations out in Kenya. Then we kind of, you know, stopped doing the podcast. And, you know, I then had to start concentrating on my radio show, my advertising. And now I got back to doing something that I love. I've been doing it for a year, podcasting. But when I think about podcasting then and now, yeah. how many podcasts we had then, there were literally, I'd, I'd literally call it a handful. And I'm talking about yeah. one hand, right? They, there was just one here, one there. And when you even think about guys who were kind of messing around with uh, vlogging, you know, on yeah. YouTube and yeah. all, there weren't that many. But then transition from that period to guys being liberal and thinking, okay, I can do this. Because most of the time when we were growing up and you've, you had an idea of this kind of podcasting thing, you wanted to be on the radio. But now I don't need to be on the radio. Mm. I can actually have my own podcast where I can talk about the things that I want to talk about and, you know, do it consistently. If I want to do it every week, if I want to do it every single day, it's good. But the numbers are growing. And I think you've kind of been, um, you're privy to that information as well. You've seen just how many people are doing this podcast talking about um, guys who want to cook, guys are talking yes. about finance, relationships, funny stuff, comedy, literally everything. I love that part a lot. Like you can find a niche within uh, podcasting. So uh, everything from learning, like I decided to set this up around learning. We've been mm. thinking and talking about uh, entrepreneurship podcasts and you can really yeah. uh, focus on the area. And there's podcasts about anything right now. And Anything. six, seven years ago, you were really, really early. You were early yeah. in, in global terms, but yeah. for the African continent, you were way early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way early. <laughs> like, I know, but because when I think about how we used to, we, we used to get like, um, we used to share it on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, you know, we'd tell a couple of guys, listen, or share it amongst your friends. And guys were like, oh my God, this is, you know, this is so fresh to our ears, you know? Mm. Oh, the way you guys are so free. You could even cast on your podcast. Normally on radio, you couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. All these different kind of things. Oh, you can talk about this. <laughs> so it was, it's, it's exciting, you know, seeing where it started and just how far the journey's come. And um, just now thinking about um, how far people are going in terms of like dramatization. Yeah. You know, when you think about guys who are doing podcasts on, on crime and I just, you know, I listen to a couple of those and you're just like, how real they sound. Yeah. True life stories, how impactful it is. Mm. You know, when you think about um, like CNN the other day, I was watching CNN and uh, they've got a guy called uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the main doctor MD for, for thingies for CNN. And he's got his own podcast where he like talk about different kind of things, demystify this and that. And when you think about um, podcasting in times like this, uh, COVID-19, yes, guys are looking for an escape. Guys are, are home. They've got plenty more time. Mm. So there's those guys who've always, you know, toyed with the idea of starting a podcast. This is a time for them to. And like, I can imagine like speaking about the CNN's main doctor, mm. I can't imagine him getting maybe more than five, 10, 20 minutes at maximum on the show. Would he even yeah. get 20 minutes on the show? But wow. on a podcast, well, he can go on for three hours exactly. and really dive deep into a topic. 
and, and you know, and you know, when you think about um, the podcast and just like using the example of Dr. Sanjay Gupta, he could literally go on and research about a particular yes. thing that, you know, the audience asked, right? And they can, you know, go on and talk about it for, you know, um, with with professionalism, with actual facts. Mm. It's amazing just how uh, people are doing it. And, and, you know, when you think about like um, days when we were growing up and you had a mentor and, and those different kind of things and you couldn't reach out to one particular mentor, imagine where you as the mentee can listen to your mentor yes. on a podcast and get points and all of these different weekly. kind of things. So weekly, yes. right? And um, so coming back to the African continent and, and just how major it is, you know, when like this morning, I actually got um, an, a, an email from a guy out in Zimbabwe. Oh, yeah. The guy, the guy, he does, um, he does the Voice Not podcast, right? He's called Nigel. He just wants me to jump on him and kind of do what we're doing right now. And connecting in yeah. that way. Have you thought about... I get your podcast is really popular as well as your radio show and it's a entertaining show in that way and you you cover some deep topics as well but I've been thinking about like certain activism and certain voices that might not be heard and we're talking about different countries around the world but let's uh, focus on Africa here and the opportunities mm. that podcasting might create for mm -hmm. certain topics that are taboo maybe, or that couldn't be raised to come up to surface? Mom, I mean, that's a brilliant question. So there's, um, there's a lady called Adele. Um, Adele does a, a podcast called Legally Clueless, right? So yeah. her background is also in radio, but she's been able to like take um, her podcast to the grassroots levels because um, there's a time she was at this particular school or she was talking about uh, mental health, talking about this and that. She's, she's taking it to all these different kind of levels. And that's the beginning. Because when you think about one particular person who's listening to her podcast, it's yes. going to get it and going to go like, oh, okay, this means I can now start talking about, um, like, you know, when you think about FGM, which is quite big in Africa, something that by, we've been fighting for years. And, you know, we've made so many different strides. When you think about mental health from an African perspective, how guys would be, you know, tied to a post because you had a form of mental illness and guys didn't understand it. And they likened it to, you know, witchcraft and all these different kind mm. of things. So we can now, we're now able to reach the masses by, you know, um, talking about this particular thing with no hurry. And with, exactly. you know, you can even have a series, episode one, episode two, yes. tackle different kind of things. Or even go to people who, you know, when you think about, uh, how we'd go out there and protest against, um, you know, human rights mm. or all these different kind of things. And maybe someone's not a lawyer to understand what the constitution actually says about human rights. And you could have someone who's knowledgeable in that sector, you know, actually go and just, you know, touch on a particular thing for about 30 minutes, demystifying it. So it's a brilliant way. It, it has no limits. It has no curfew, especially for the, for the African continent and, everything that, you know, everything we've done, how far we've come. I think podcasting is prime. It needs to, you know, go all over Africa for sure. I really believe and, and hope it can accelerate a lot of change and progress. Before visiting you in Nairobi, in Kenya, 
I was in Uganda and I met with some climate activists and entrepreneurs and people doing the stuff, like you're saying, on a grassroots level. So if yeah. you have a channel, if you have a platform where you can communicate this, you can inspire, you can unite, you can build communities and we can move together in a forward direction. I agree. I I mean, when you think about um, just how the, the, the African continent is, um, you know, is prime for innovations and um, ideas. When you even think about just how big the IT industry, the startups, oh, yes. um, how many buzzing with ideas. So when you think about this young kid who's always wanted to have a TV show or a radio program and you're giving them access to start a podcast via simply going on a website and putting it on there. Oh, amazing. So I'm here for it. And I want to I wanna sit here maybe 10 years from now and just think about the journey of, you know, podcasting, uh, the challenges and what we've accepted and um, the pushes. Amazing. And I know your, your show is doing great right now, but I can really see you being a huge voice in, in Africa uh, if we're speaking 10 years from now. Oh, for sure. And I wanted to ask you, uh, we had really fun conversations when, when yeah. I was down there. And, and you seem like a really curious guy. So let me go a little bit into the learnability stuff and ask you, like, what sparks your curiosity, sort of? And uh, have you always been that way? Wow. Um, I, think, I think that kind of stems from me being an only child. So I grew up um, with, with a single mom. And um, obviously, the, to some extent, your mom is your friend, but also your parent as well. So there's so many things. If I had siblings, I'd have probably asked, right? But um, there's things I could ask my mom and things I couldn't ask my mom, like, you know, different kind of things. So I always found myself um, reading different kind of books, newspapers, or even just having conversations with just different kind of people to understand some things. Um, so it just, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm the most uh, book smart person, right? Like, um, I'm not a genius or anything, but I'm, I've always been curious, right? And I've always wanted to read and I've always wanted to know. So that kind of also got me to like, you know, subjects like history, English, all these th different things that are all about like current affairs, you know, science and all, right? So that, that was all, you know, in an aim to, to, to kind of know what's going on. Just like how right now I'll sit and I'll watch CNN yes. or I'll be, on, I'll be on Amazon just watching documentaries to learn about, um, like the other day I found myself watching a documentary about uh, Spielberg. And how he, mm. you know, he, he, he was just a young guy who wanted to really produce movies. And, you know, from him producing one of the most foremost movies celebrated, Jaws, yes. uh, from way back when, to um, movies like, um, you know, Jurassic Park. Yes. And how big Jurassic Park was. If, if we didn't have Jurassic Park, right, we wouldn't have Transformers, right? In terms of how they were able to marry, um, you know, computer graphics and traditional oh, yeah. movie stuff. All this different, it's so weird and so knowledgeable. So you just get to learn. I mean, if it would be futile if we didn't have anything to learn in the world. It, it sounds like and seems like, uh, and I might be biased here, but you're, that you're really doing this like knowledge transfer. So you can watch a documentary about Spielberg and it's not just about yeah. Spielberg's journey. You're learning about like the technological development within film and then you might apply mm. that in gaming and you, you do like transferring knowledge within different 
areas. Yeah. And it also seems like I get the impression and the way you were, you're getting at me on what's up, asking what's going on in Sweden with this COVID stuff. It sounds like, yeah, you, I know you're social, so you might also be asking a lot of questions and getting information from people, right? I, I'm glad that you actually put it that way because um, um, I'd say I'm social and I like to ask questions and I also like to, you know, I'd like to say I couldn't be here without so many different people in life. Like mm. people who were like in university, I remember one of my friends saying, you know what, you should really go to campus radio and, you know, ask those questions and talk about this kind of thing. So there've been people who've given me extra push. It's, it's not been uh, a journey where I had all, you know, all my ducks in a row, so to say. It's always been different people who've given me so many opportunities from, um, from this lady who, who got me my first internship at an actual radio station years back to my co-host who I do the radio show with giving me an opportunity to get on the show with him. And now Aska is doing a podcast together. Or, you know, um, my former business partner who I used to uh, do the podcast with and started the online radio station, all this, it's, it's collective effort. Like we like to say in Africa, um, everything's done within a village or the village actually grows you. And uh, l- let me ask you this as well. And uh, this is an opportunity to... Uh give a pitch for Nairobi, even though most people might be familiar with it. Uh, last time I was down, I was down for a shorter trip. Mm-hmm. And I know I missed a lot. What did I yeah. miss? And what what are people missing who are not there? Wow. Um, Nairobi is just um, vibrant. I wouldn't even lie. When you think about um, just how friendly the people are, um, how charismatic um, things to see. I'm... I, so many people who come to the country, like say, for instance, we get to interview so many musicians who come on the show and they say they've not been to many countries where you could literally be in a hotel, smack in the city, mm. and then literally in 30 minutes, you're in a national park mm. and you can see lions and you can see all of those different kind of animals, the big five, so to say. Yeah. And, you know, you could just jump on a plane in 45 minutes, you're by the coast, you know, enjoying some of the most magnificent beaches in Africa, in the world, yes. right? But the people are very amazing. You know how friendly it is, how tech-servy they are, mm. how hardworking. And Kenyans and Nairobians in particular are resilient. Like, it could be raining, right? Like, right now, it's a, it's a rainy season. And um, there's the whole, you know, kind of curfew and all this COVID-19. But guys are still super resilient mm-hmm. and taking extra precaution and still going about their business. All these different things factor together. If you're in Nairobi, you could get off a plane and come to Nairobi for a business meeting and just tell the, you know, your business partners, I don't think I'm coming back. I, I want this to be my home. Because mm. when you think mm-hmm. about like the UN, I think um, I think UN Habitat or something, the the headquarters is actually here. So yes. you can imagine just how many, how vibrant it is for a big body like that to have its headquarters here and there's everybody from every single nationality here. It's just home to a lot of people. And you're talking about like the current situation and re- resilience. How yeah. or what's the talk around like the economic situation and mm. um, getting through this lockdown? I mean, um, the, the economy's definitely been hit. Um, when you think about some of the measures the government has um, put in place, right? The cap in terms of banks borrowing from the central bank, it's been lowered. And that will in turn see uh, the banks lower interest in terms of uh, 
small small businesses borrowing, right? Uh, some banks have also come up with like a, um, you know, a staggered payment system or they'll be able to kind of tell you, okay, for three months, don't pay your loan or something mm. um, so that you can kind of, you know, make some money so that you can go ahead with business. So that's great. In terms of, in terms of economical growth, economical growth, there's definitely going to be a slowdown and that's not just in Kenya in a lot of countries. Right. Yeah. But, um, um, in terms of, uh, comparing to other countries, it's, you know, the, the number of people who are self-employed in Kenya is massive. When you think about, um, guys who live hand to mouth, right. Yeah, Unlike yeah. myself who, you know, I've got a job, um, you know, I can work from home. There's also a huge number of people who can't actually work from home. And the number of people who can't actually work from home, you know, literally is is enormous as compared to myself and other people, mm, right? Who, yeah. who have the privilege, I'll call it the privilege, yes. to work from home. So um, I think... If we can, if we can um, obey the, you know, the rules, what WHO, the government is saying, we'll definitely take a hit like every other country, but we can bounce back from this. And, and of course, like I said, resilience, um, everybody's just got to tighten their belt. So no one's been sheltered from, from this and um, it's happening all over the world. And um, what can we do? We just got to keep moving. We can't give up. Yes. Never give up. Never give up. I guess you were getting on that webinar around yeah. podcasting. So let me send you off with one last question. So what are you excited about learning more about within the near future? Um, wow, that's a great question. I believe information is, um, there's no cap to it. It's all about interest, right? And um, it's all about exploring different ways um, and making it, and and not being selfish selfish with information mm. you know you always have to hand it down it's like um you know when you think about so many different kind of professions right if people didn't have a way to kind of have apprenticeship there wouldn't be no doctors today yes and different fields would have not evolved so when it comes to like podcasting like i every day I'm I'm always looking for people and giving them ideas of how they should start a podcast or do this and do that. Yes. Um it's we have to be that generation that's, you know, impactful and telling guys, go for it, start this. Mm. Um we have the resources you, as well. We have the resources. If someone can't or has no idea, you know, you guide them as well. And we keep going, you know, uh farther and farther. It's it's just amazing and it's limitless. And I'd love to see growth in this sector morphing into so many different kind of things you know kind of like how radio's always been so big yeah podcasting is on the rise and it's going to get to that kind of you know it's going to be okay i'm your brother now mm. so you know we can flex together that kind of thing it's definitely the next channel and uh it, it feels good being uh, depending on how you look at it early in and you yeah. have a lot of experience and like just personality wise, what you're speaking about here, you input a lot of information and you have the perfect channel to just keep outputting it. I agree. And building a following around that. True. I mean, um, like I, like, um, I was on a podcast with, um, some ladies from Canada the other day and I had, I told them it's such a privilege for us guys in these times to jump on the mics and just 
do something, record something from across two different continents and, you know, yeah. have different audiences and marry them. I, I feel like one of the things that's super great for podcasters is um, cross promotion yes. from my podcast to your podcast and so on and so forth. It's just tremendous for growth. And, you know, um, we get to bring everybody else on, on our journey. Well, Calvin, let us keep on uh, podcasting, sharing knowledge, inputting, outputting, and hopefully getting more people with us on this journey in the African continent, worldwide. And hopefully, like you say, we can be the generation that truly has an impact. I agree. I agree. And um, it's been a pleasure. Um, you know, we, we talk ever so often and I'll keep checking on you. And uh, you do the same and uh, let's grow this thing. Yes, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care. I right, appreciate it. Champagne.